the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Faith Talk Live, the reason radio was invented. It was a simpler time. Here are Rick and Dan, the Faith Talk guys. Love it. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Radcliffe. And I'm Megan Morgan. In the studio, Aisha Smith, Danzy, and uh, she was so sweet when we were on the Christian View. She said we did a good job. Well, Dan, now you did do an amazing job. All right. And yeah. me, I was like the nutty professor. I mean, I was just like <laughs> out of <professor>. place. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know no. where to look. Where's the camera? <laughs> anyway. It was fun. We had a great time. Yeah, we did. How are you? I'm fine. Okay, guys. I was just being nice. Uh, you, guys, <laughs> you, you guys suck. You guys really I'm joking. That good. <laughs> I'm just All joking. right, Dan, cut off mic four. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do the show. Just us three. Yeah. Now, we appreciate that. Now, you're yeah. a veteran at the Christian View, so yes. I mean, you probably don't even think twice anymore. Like, people say, gosh, it must be hard to be on the radio and talk behind a microphone. We've been doing it so long. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, it's a, you just get used to it, you yeah. know. Uh, but television. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it can be a little challenging, like you said, just looking at where the cameras are, which mm-hmm. way to look. And then, you know, what the comments and what the conversation is sometimes turn your your whole perspective in a whole nother way. So yeah. you're talking about one thing and another guest talks about another thing. You're like, wait, where did, where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> but, that, so, but then people can actually see your expression. So you got to be careful of, you know, uh, Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I've been meaning to tell you, Dan, there was, there was an expression that you made. That's why they're not asking yeah. us back oh, boy. on the Christian view. Uh-oh. Aisha, Aisha uh, Smith, Danzy here. So remind me how long have you been on the, well, the, no, the, I actually, actually just only been on since last season okay. um this is my actual first season committed to the show i came on as a guest host last season and then i was asked to be a part of the the uh, actual show as a co-host so i'm awesome. very excited so you were a guest host last like season. what trudy does yes. now right well, no, I, Trudy's the host, okay. and so I was just like what you guys were, okay. just okay. a guest okay. on the show. Oh, I got you. And then I came on a couple of episodes. See, they actually invited me back. So. Ah, I see. <laughs> no. I see. I didn't make any bad facial expressions. Okay. Did you feel that, Dan? <laughs> yeah, I, I felt that all the way over here. No. Now, what she's saying is uh, <laughs> next season, you it'll be the three of us yeah. hosting the Trudies will be out. It'll be the three of us. It'll and we'll be, be just all us. Over it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be the last time that they <laughs> ask us. <laughs> that Christian. would be fun, though. I think. Yeah. I think initially uh, that I was a little nervous. Oh yeah. Because uh, you really don't know what to do. Uh, but I think I could handle it this time. Yeah, yeah. Be, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for helping us if, just feel awesome. at home. You guys did great. Oh, we could get Hike Hike on the show uh, <laughs> next time. Absolutely. What do you th- yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in the studio audience. I was making faces at her. That's, that's what I was <laughs> yeah, trying doing to do. it for the gram. Yeah. For the, the gram? gram? You were yeah. there for the gram. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So what your favorite show so far in, uh, that you've you've had this season? What do, you, um, what do you think? Topic well, or no? Actually, the one that you guys were on, a call to ministry, was really good. Because oh. I, wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you know, you guys were really on point when you said, um, you know, ministry can take place anywhere, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we think of it only in the four walls of the church, only behind a pulpit. 
And really, ministry can be anywhere. It can be on social media. It can be, you know, in your community. And that was a really good point. So mm-hmm. that's actually, um, and it doesn't have to come with a title. Yeah. And I and I and I actually really enjoyed that particular episode. So it awesome. was exciting to see it air as well. Well, yeah. not a, not only are you on the Christian View, but uh, you also have what girlfriends uh, Bible study. Tell yeah. us about that. Now you're quite the busy uh, girl here. I'm you, a busy bee. You, you're a co-owner. <laughs> are you still the co-owner of uh, the the insurance company? Yes. Uh-huh. You're an entrepreneur yes. and you're on Christian View and you yes. do the Bible study. What yes. else do you ever sleep? at all? I or? know, I know. Then I'm a mom and a husband, a husband, a wife. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely the wife, not the husband. husband. Wow. I, I have a husband. But I did not see that yeah, in you the see paper. That coming. See, you know what? <laughs> Always throwing out something new there. When you say you do it all, you mean you <laughs> do mean, it all. I mean, I do it at all, wow. you know? But yeah, I keep it super busy. Um, Girlfriend's Bible Study, I think of it as my own ministry as well. We have different women come. If not myself, we teach Bible study once um, every week, every Wednesday. It's a virtual Bible study. We all call in on Zoom. Hmm. Last night we had a, over 40 women on a call. Wow. Wow. It's like FaceTime. So it's like, you know, you see everyone on this call. And uh, we talk about all different topics. We don't record it and we don't play it back because it's an opportunity for girlfriends, for women to share exactly what's going on in their life. Sometimes we get deep and we shed tears, but oh. it's all good. It's all good. Now, when you have that many women on one call at a, at a time, yeah. does anybody get a word in edgewise? Yeah, I have to. I, I got to hit the mute button. And then, and then, you know, they start sharing their testimony. Then I have to hit the mute button on that testimony. Yeah. And, you know, but yeah. it, we get it all out. And it, the hosts that have, have been on the, uh, last yesterday was Dr. Sherry Gaither. She's my pastor of mm-hmm. Stronghold Christian Church. And she was amazing. And, and it was just, just always good to see the women uh, get something out of it and to hear the testimonies as well. So. Now, yeah. Where did you get that idea, this particular? I mean, don't you love technology that oh, you, yeah. can, you can do that? <laughs> yeah. But why this particular Bible study? Yeah. I Well, you know, it's a God idea. Yeah. Um, it was on the phone. I was on the phone with my girlfriends. We would always talk about how biblical stories related to what was going on in our present day life. And after a couple of conversations with girlfriends, good friends from high school, and also my sister and a couple of family members, I said, you know what? I only I feel for the women who don't have girlfriends, who don't have female friends. A lot of times we get older, you know, we, we kind of lose touch with, you know, mm-hmm. women our age. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what? I want to open this up and, and do something where we're going to see each other so we stay interactive. You know, we actually stay engaged in the conversation. And then, you know... Um, it just has grown from that. We have over 200 plus members right now. And wow. every time we get on the call, you know, again, we don't know how many women are calling in from all over. I mean, like literally it's it's almost international now because we have some women from Jamaica. Wow. They can literally, if you have internet access, you ha- you can call in. That and is it's, cool. It's amazing. Now, have you ever thought about uh, getting the, all the ladies together in one location, like at yeah. your house and just... Or, <laughs> Not <or>. in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, but someplace where, you know, you have a, a conference type thing or yeah. just you hang or whatever. It's growing. And sometimes that's how God operates. You know, you start with this one little idea that, mm-hmm. hey, if I can get 10 women on a call and if I can get 20 women on a call. And so, yeah, we've, we've now in the works of putting together events 
and maybe some conferences and maybe retreats, things like that. But in time, you know, we'll let it grow at its uh, at its own pace. And, mm. and sometimes we don't want to jump ahead of God. I know uh, my wife and I have three boys. Uh, oldest is 30. Youngest is 17. That's mm. why the beard is gray. More yeah, gray. It's that. a 17 year old. Yeah. Uh, now, your husband has an amazing beard. It's not yes. gray yet. So it's gray. Is it? It's gray. He has the his beard is just he at out of all of our friends his his beard is the grayest out of all of our friends. Now and, whose fault is that? You think? Well, you know what? <laughs> My husband and I are high school sweethearts. Aww. We just celebrated twenty five years together and dating. Yes. Uh huh. So I I'll take the credit for all the gray hair because it looks cool. So I'll take the credit. If it, it looks good. Yeah. Well, I, I was I was getting to uh, this point. I got I'm, I digress. Oh, no, I get distracted. <laughs> easy so but that's me i distract myself uh but i really love that my wife has the opportunity to still connect with uh, ladies uh some younger some older some the same age yeah. it really 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 helps her i see her mm-hmm. just come alive oh yeah uh and uh, speak to that because you know a lot of ladies uh, like hike hike here is getting ready to get married oh. and yeah. uh, let's talk offline yeah <laughs> yeah and you know uh, she's gonna get she's gonna have a husband yeah. she's gonna get busy yeah. eventually they'll have children yeah how do they how do ladies say you know what this has got to be a priority mm-hmm. in my life but yeah. i'm so busy how do they do that well you know what it's balance. And, you know, a lot of times we have to make sure the world doesn't steal our time. And so we have to prioritize. And we say, you know, it becomes cliche almost to say God first, then family, then then business. But that is really the order of uh, how we need to structure ourselves as women. So it's always good to hear where, especially on the Girlfriends Bible Study, where we are in our lives. You know, everyone's at a different place in their life. And sometimes we have it figured out. Sometimes we thought we had it figured out. And then we figure out we don't have it figured out. And so it's just been amazing. But when you talk to women, I say surround yourself with good women, with strong women, women that you, you know, um, inspire to become or that you respect. Just like myself, like I said, I have my pastor, Dr. Gaither. Um, And, you know, once you surround yourself around women and you keep in touch, you just kind of understand you're not the only one feeling like that. There's Mm going to be times that you feel overwhelmed. There are going to be times that you question your marriage or you question the decisions you made or or just your action or his actions. But again, you know, once you have uh, wise women around you, they say, right. what, let the wise women teach the young women. Mm-hmm. The, the, you have to really surround yourself with women that you respect that can actually pour into you and, and guide you along the way of marriage. Because one thing I've learned, especially with my husband, when I met my husband, he was 17 and I was 14. And so he's definitely changed and he's grown, you know, like mm-hmm. not only the gray, but he's actually grown. I mean, he's changed. There's, he's become so many different people over the last 25 years. I love the man that he is today. And, and same here. You know, I wasn't always so into, you know, church and he's watched me grow spiritually as well. And so it's you have to understand, even at this age in your life, he's going to change. He's mm-hmm. going right. to grow and you're going to change and you're going to grow. But just to stay on the same accord and, and with God, that's possible. Well, her man's already perfect. So, yeah. I mean, so you're he, marrying Jesus? Yeah, I mean, she shy of Jesus. I mean, a, okay. a chorus of angels sings every time we bring up his name. That's right. It's only, yeah. only in this room. But. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you have a question for her? I know I kind of put you on the spot earlier and I mean, said, "Hey, it's all good." You, I mean, you kind of answered it, but I was going to ask you, like, how you are busy. Yeah. I myself am busy as well, and I, you know, how do you? And I know I'm only going to get busier the older I get. How do you find that balance and time for friends? Because I have um, two really, really good friends that I'm blessed with mm-hmm. that I look up to, and they've helped me through many things in life. Um, yeah. One of them is actually in an engaged season. She gets married next week. 
And so we've been able to talk through that together, but it's hard to reach out and connect. Sometimes you just forget. How do you keep Mm -hmm. that balance of remembering to reach out and not getting so holed into your own life? Yeah, no, I've actually, most of my girlfriends I've had for over 25, 30 years. It's it's just a strange group of girls. It's about seven of us. My oldest friend um, dates back almost to the second grade. We keep in touch. One thing your friends understand that you're busy and they're busy. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to talk to them every day. But when you do connect with them, it's like you haven't lost any time. Right. So I'm sure over time they'll respect that, you know, the the change that's going on in your life and their life. But just remembering it's important to be a good friend, just as it's just important to be a good servant, a good sister, a good daughter. It's important to be a good friend. And that's just checking on them and making sure that they're okay from time to time. She is so wise. We're (laughs) going to hear more from her after this heartbreak. It's Aisha Smith, Danzi. We'll talk more about the Christian view and about the girlfriend's Bible study and a whole lot more. It's Faith Talk Live, the Thursday edition. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Rackley. And I'm Megan Morgan. Stay right there. When you find yourself in a time of trouble, you've probably been listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. Yeah, look out. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ragland. And I'm Megan Morgan. When the mic is on, does that, does that mean, is that when I'm supposed to That's start talking? That's when you're supposed to start talking, yes. <laughs> hey, welcome to Thursday. Uh, Aisha Smith-Danzi in the studio. She is a part of the Christian View and Dan and I's episode, I guess you could call it an episode. Well, if you say episode, that means there's another one, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Anyway, our episode was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. And uh, you can see Aisha on there, and uh, she's just a rock star. So all those ladies really are. And I didn't realize that we would get to see Monica. We've known Monica for a few years, right, yeah. Dan? Yeah, she wasn't on the show that we were on, no. but she was there taping for another yeah. episode. So. And that's interesting, too. There's so many ladies that you kind of interchange. Maybe we'll yeah. get into that yeah. as well. Let's do this. Every night at 10 p.m., 590-WDWD, it's uh, Ernie Sanders. Uh, what's right, what's left? It's a great show. You can find out about him and uh, that amazing ministry at faithtalkatlanta.com. All right, Aisha Smith-Danzi. And uh, we're talking about all the things you're doing with the, the Christian view. You've got the Bible study. Uh, but just during the break, we were talking about how you work with a prom store, a prom dress store. And it's prom season, so you are like super duper busy right now. Tell us about how all this came all about. Oh yeah, it's it's super busy this time of the year. My daughter, who's actually 22 years old, she, uh, when she was going to prom, her last two proms, um, uh, I just got engaged in the the whole shopping for prom and helping the girls, especially the girls who didn't come with their mom Mm -hmm. or or a friend or a parent. I always wondered, like, why are you shopping by yourself? And so I just love anything formal. I love dresses. I feel like you just really transform who you are. Like, Mm -hmm. you you go from plain Jane to being, like, almost a princess in a sense. And so I got um, really into doing some research and about four years ago, actually our anniversary is on the 22nd, so in just two more days, Hmm. we've had the store now for four years it's right downtown in, in atlanta and it's just super busy because this is prom season so i see all the attitudes i see all the <laughs> now, uh, the attitudes from the moms or from from both <laughs> you have mothers living through their children like they're uh, yeah. reliving their what they would wear today if they could fit in the prom isn't shirt. that sad <laughs> um, yeah and then you have um daughters who are just you know with the age of social media you see girls who are just very insecure i mean beautiful young women mm-hmm. who are insecure who um um, 
they just don't even want to look at themselves mm. sometimes because they don't look like what they see on social media. So it's wow. just been a really great opportunity. That actually allows me to do some mentorship, um, mentoring uh-huh. with these some of the young ladies. And some of them actually work in the stores. So during the prom season, I'll employ a couple of the young women who come through as well. So it's it's just been a blessing. Now, what about the dads? Because uh, now I watch, uh, is a TLC that has the Bridezilla uh, show? Uh, well, the what, Say Yes to the Dress and yeah. stuff yeah, like that. I've yeah, I've seen it yeah. twice. And, yeah. you know, those are the worst case scenarios, obviously, so they can draw ratings. <laughs> but I can't imagine, like, some of the prices of these dresses, whether they're wedding or prom, as a dad, I would go, oh, my God. I oh, be- yeah. I be- I this is for five- one night. Yeah. Yeah. My, dad, my dad hasn't been, like, paying attention. Like he's been paying attention, but he just kind of like tuned it out. Was like, he I'll see it on the wedding day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Let's no. call Brian, shall we? <laughs> let's let's uh, bring him back into uh, yeah here. So how yeah talk about talk about some of the prices for, for oh dresses. yeah well dresses you know they can start at like four or five hundred well even cheaper but like let's say on average four to four hundred five hundred no wedding, prom, prom, prom dress prom but yeah. they go over easy over a thousand our most expensive gown was forty five hundred for a custom that prom dress it was the daughter of a football player mm. out of like Mississippi and yeah. they came all the way to Atlanta and did a custom prom dress and. And I, you know what? I'm meeting a lot of daddy's girls. Yeah. So a lot of times they don't care about the price because they understand. They love their babies. Yep. Mm. Once they leave, the next time you see her in a gown may be her wedding day. So yeah. they just, um, and you know, and that could be 10 years down the road so or more. Yeah. So you have some dads who don't care. And then you have some dads who sit in the car and just call me when it's time to pay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be my dad. <laughs> that would be me. See, I've got all boys, so if they were to come like to me is. for something like that, I'd say, hey, go get a job. Yeah. But if it was, if I had a daughter, I'd say, whatever you want. Exactly. She would but $4,500? Yeah. <laughs> well, a thing you wear once? Wow. Absolutely. I, I was yeah. such a tomboy growing up that that whole ordeal was like, for my dad, it was just mind-blowing because I'd been in gym shorts and honestly boys clothes growing up playing yeah. getting dirty yeah and then it came time for dresses and my mom was so excited yeah, oh, <laughs> and sure. yeah we went dress shopping and i was looking at him like no i'm not getting in that thing my dad was like you guys spent how much yes <laughs> yeah, it was way exactly. more expensive than softball gloves yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they are that's funny aisha smith danzy here uh she's uh one of the she's part of the christian view one of the hosts there and she's got the uh the girls bible study the girlfriends bible study we're talking about her entrepreneurship. Uh, I ask you off mic, uh, who really inspired you to start off doing this? Because not only are you doing the the prom and the and the and the bridal gown, uh, the wedding dress uh, shop for four years now. Yeah, is that what four you said? years. Yeah, insurance co owner. Yes, right. And you're on the Christian View. You do the Bible study. Yes. You're you're a, you're a mom. You're a wife. Yes. Um, who inspired you? Was it your your mom and dad? Who was it? Well, my mom and dad are very both. They're hardworking. My parents are Jamaican immigrants. They have the idea of coming to this country, working hard and having multiple jobs. Like, mm. you know, I laugh and about 20 years ago, that used to be a joke. They would say, I'm Jamaican. I have 10 jobs. <laughs> well, that's really, yeah. that's really what we do, mm, you know. Yeah. And even today, you know, it's been this big thing about multiple streams of income. And we're like, yeah, we've been doing that <laughs> our whole life. You yeah. know, we always right. had 10 jobs, you know. Yeah. So they definitely inspired me to do multiple things and to just know that you're good at multiple things. I think our generation and this generation that's coming up, it used to be you had to be a lawyer, you had to be a doctor, and you chose one thing for your whole life. But now we say, okay, I want to be a lawyer and a, you know, and Mm -hmm. a yoga instructor. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do multiple things. And just like our creator, if he's created multiple things and and we're created in his image, then, Mm -hmm. of course, 
we're going to be good in multiple areas. So, um, and I definitely have good mentors. I always say keep strong people around you, leaders around you. So I uh, like the person who inter, um, interviewed me and hired me in insurance over 25 years ago. She's still a good mentor. Um, of mine, like she hmm. still reaches out to me, and I still ask her business questions because there's so much wisdom behind that as well. So a lot of good people around me, and I just am super blessed to have them all in my life. Now, working in, in the dress shop, uh, especially working with teenage girls. Now, you said you have a daughter that's 22. 22. You have you have uh, other children besides that, or my 12 year old? They're ten, they're 10 years apart. Okay. So my daughter just graduated from Spelman, so she's got her biology degree. Wow, mm-hmm. awesome! That's awesome. Yes. Now, working uh, with these girls that you work with at the prom shop. Is it teaching you anything to teach to your 12-year-old as she's growing up and going to be entering the season of needing dresses and just, I mean, just well, the way the you... Boy. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, it's a boy. Okay, yeah, okay. I thought the 12 year old. No, he okay. doesn't even want to come in the store. So he, he, doesn't, the car. he doesn't want to try on the dresses. He doesn't then. even okay. want to come in. I The only thing he's ever interested in, if I do like some, um, you know, auditing of the books and looking at revenue, he's interested in that part. He's like, oh, what? Wow. How much, you, you know, one day he realized that dresses sell for like $700. He's yeah. like, why would someone buy a dress for 700 So. He definitely has the entrepreneurial spirit that his mom and his dad, my husband's a business owner too. So he he has that already in him. And so that's the part that he's interested in. But um, just in watching how the young girls right now are, there's this extreme insecurity that's Mm -hmm. going on. It makes me more aware of what's going on. Because that goes for both the the young, Mm -hmm. the girls and the boys. So even with my son, I'm talking to him about being confident and not just looking at what's happening on social media. But these people, even though they post a great picture there's still some mm-hmm. lack of insecurity right. everyone has some some mm-hmm. some level of insecurity yeah. so how many of those girls get in front of a mirror even though they they look great and they go oh, i'm so fat this makes oh, me yeah. look so fat oh yeah you got girls who are um who won't even come out of the dressing room mm. they want you to come to the dressing room they want their mom to come to the dressing room they won't come out of the dressing room especially if they're over a size six or eight they, right. and everyone else in there is a zero two four six they won't come out and and that actually has made me think about what could i do to make a girl who doesn't look like quote unquote the average girl feel right. more comfortable in mm. her skin. Oh, good. And how have you how have you been able to combat and use that as mentorship? Because I'm the social media manager here, mm. and I've been studying the social media trends. I also coached young girls and started seeing at a young age mm-hmm. insecurities that I didn't have till probably college mm-hmm. and 12 year olds, yeah. and it concerned me. And then I can only imagine like when I remember when I was trying on prom dresses and even now trying on wedding dresses. There's things I don't like, mm. but. I can only imagine at the age of 12 having those same insecurities and growing up with them. How are you able to use that and mentor them in that time period when you're only with them for maybe an hour or two hours? Well, you know what? I try to sell, not really sell, but give them the whole look. And I have to say, hey, you have to remember, you're not dolled up. Your hair is not done. Your your makeup is not done. A lot of times they have on sneakers. You you need (laughs) heels, you know. So, again, I'm trying to tell them this is just one part of the puzzle. By the time you're done, you're going to look great. Just trust me. And I think it's the energy. It's just the confidence that I have in what I'm doing and all my sales um, reps. I mean, Vanessa, she's my store manager. She's awesome. She's amazing. And it's just the energy that we give. And I think we always get great reviews from the parents just because they know their daughter came in with their head hanging 
low and mm-hmm. then they walk out feeling a little bit more confident that I'm going to look good ex- when when I get, you know, on my day of prom. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just really just to pour into them. And and I, I do think a lot of it is spiritual as well. A lot of times yeah. I'm in there and I'm praying. I may be in the back and I'm praying because I can feel like a heavy spirit sometimes walk through that mm-hmm. door. And I'm saying just break it off of them and give them what they need and remind them who they are. So I'm in there, you That's know, and good. this this is what I'm called to do. Yeah. You know, so I'm in there praying for these young women who come in and, and who've shot with us in the past. Yeah, because because uh, the world's telling them you're not good enough. Oh, you're no. you're ugly. You don't look like this person. Oh, yeah. And, and that's that's what they're carrying in with them. Yeah, I've yeah. seen, I mean, beautiful girls break down and cry. And I'm like, what is wrong? I, I would mm-hmm. I would have loved to look like you, yeah. you know, right. at your at your age or now. Not even. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I cry, you know. <laughs> I want to get back in a size two jeans, you know. But, you know, for whatever reason, they just have in their head this is they're not going to be you know they're not going to go viral you know how it is yeah yeah. you know and um they just have this this level of confidence i mean this unfortunately this low level of confidence well i mean even with online shopping if they've been perusing the dresses online or on social media most of those models are size zeros or size Mm -hmm. twos and Mm -hmm. i mean even recently we were we ordered a rehearsal dinner dress off a website Mm -hmm. it came in the mail i tried it on and it did not (laughs) did not look how i thought it was gonna look and i i broke down because i was like you know i'm not like i don't understand why and i started looking more and i started realizing wow this is because you don't think when you're looking at those things it might not be her body type yeah. or, you know, you don't know how tall they are. Yeah, that that's plays what a I was going to say. And they so, could be 5'9", and then they edit and Photoshop right, so much. So by the right. time we see it, we have no idea what this picture really looks mm. like. Right. And unfortunately for a 16, 17, 18-year-old girl, they're, if you, at your age, if you're not thinking about it, they're definitely not thinking about it. No, they're just it. seeing it and thinking, right. well, this must be, and it just yeah. really messes with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. so something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us the name of the store. Fit for a Queen of Atlanta. Fit for a Queen yes. of Atlanta. And yes. it's in down. It's, you said it was in downtown. It's right downtown. here, downtown Atlanta. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Go by and see her <laughs> and uh, tell her that you uh, saw her on The View or, or here at uh, Faith Talk Live. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Aisha Smith-Danzi will talk more. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Rackley. I'm Megan Morgan. We'll be right back. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan, like a luxury spa, but on the radio, towel not included. Oh, yeah, it is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Ragland. And I'm Megan Morgan. Aisha Smith, Danzy in the studio, and her and Hike Hike talking uh, dresses and dresses and more girl talking oh, oh, my goodness, yeah. All right, you got to answer me this question. Since you're both here on the microphone, why is it that ladies go to the bathroom in, in, in flocks and passels and... Passels, and, and, wow. Okay. Yeah, is yeah. it passel? Is yeah. that the word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, not ju- a single lady just doesn't go. They've mm-hmm. got to go in a group. It's well, a support system. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. part of the support system. Yeah. And they're what, going, are you so- <laughs> what are you supporting, though? Is it just you're just there for well, emotional support? it depends on, like, where you're at. Because, like, if you're out at a nice event or, like, you have a dress on, you might need someone to help fix your dress. Uh, or zip you up. Zip you up. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the main one. Make sure one. your makeup's fine or yeah. your hair's still okay. okay. Yeah. Or I to talk you. about the person we just walked away yeah. from. Oh, <laughs> it's now. The opportunity to say, did you hear? Look out. Aisha smith Danzy, we're going to get into more about uh, actually going to talk about identifying your gifts and talents and uh, we're going to find out how you can follow her and of course watch her on the christian view and this guy he's everywhere dr michael youssef he's on faith talk atlanta he's on uh, the television he is around the world he's got a new book coming out and you can pre-order it it's called saving christianity it's uh, a great book 
You can go to uh, leadingtheway.org or faithtalkatlanta.com. All right, Aisha, let's talk about it. Man, you do it all. We've, we've talked about the dress shop. We've talked about the Bible study and, of course, being on the Christian view. Let's talk about finding, uh, you, you want to talk about finding your, uh, your I'm, I'm sorry, I just lost it here. I'm trying to read it upside down. There we go. Okay. <laughs> finding balance in life and personal development and identifying your gifts and talents. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you have a lot of gifts and talents, and it's kind of played into what all you do. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, you know, we've gotten away from uh, you get into one career for the, your entire life. There's we, God gives us lots of gifts and talents, mm-hmm. and we need to identify those and work in those. Talk about yeah. that. I think that's where we find our happiest times, you know, when we identify what is it that God has given us, that what are we just naturally good at like when she was talking about her wedding I was able to already picture what this wedding is going to look like and mm-hmm. what her hair should look like that's just a God-given gifts and talent you can't go to school for that mm, yeah, you know right. so I we all have these sets of gifts and talents that are given from God that you just love it naturally you it, you'll do it for free I almost feel like that's how I feel about the prom store I mm-hmm. I don't even know if we're making money but I'm just there <laughs> <laughs> you know but if you're selling $4,500 yeah we're making, making money, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah trust me the lights are on so yeah. we're making yeah. money <laughs> but it's, again, something that I just love. And, and, and even the mentoring and, and the Christian view, everything that I'm doing, I love it. I've mm-hmm. decided that I'm not going to do anything that I don't want to do or don't love to do. You know, to, I'm not called to do it. So it becomes stressful when you're trying to do something that you're not supposed to do, that mm-hmm. is not that you're not called to do. So I think all of us have to take that time. And especially as you grow older, you start you start identifying what is it that you just love to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like whether it is social media, I'm, um, I enjoy uh, ministering in a, in a way on social media, even giving my own testimony of being a teen parent. My husband and I are both teen parents. And again, you just find how do you open up to people? What comes naturally? What's easy for you? And I think all of us know it. Some of us run away from it. Some of us shy away from it. But I, I, you'll find your purpose. You'll find your happiness, your peace in, in truly identifying what it is that God has pl- placed you on this earth to do. Now, did it take you a while to get to that point or just right away did you say, I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do. I'm going to do oh, what I'm, I enjoy. I'm turning 40 in exactly four months. Yeah. <laughs> this has probably been the last three, three, four years, especially when my daughter went off to college, when I decided to do the prom store. It's like when those times in your life, like, hey, you know what? You only live once on yeah. this on this side. And, you know, I'm just going to do what I know that I was created to do. So I'm finding out, especially as I get older, what things come easily and naturally for me. I've noticed like entrepreneurs like to jump into something I was in you know insurance for 20 plus years so to go from something that I knew almost nothing about which is formal wear Mm -hmm. and and be good at it and be successful in it I'm realizing or I realized that there are certain gifts in entrepreneurship again they can be generational that's just Mm -hmm. passed down to me and I and I got it and um, so it, it takes time to identify what it is. But as you get older, you, 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 you know, you realize what that is, what you're called to do. Yeah. Now, your oldest daughter just graduated from Spelman. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to uh, download that into her? Now, she's starting out. She's graduated. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's got a goal in mind, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, have you given her a, a space of time to say, hey, you've got to do this over the next 10 years but after that, really consider in a smaller portion of really what you want to do. And then yeah. maybe they'll flip flop. 
I'm I'm that mom that says, don't worry about what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Just just do what you want to do now. Like she wants to, she's getting ready to go to dental school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it, you, she says, well, I don't know if I want to be a dentist forever. I'm like, I don't know if I want to sell insurance yeah. forever. I yeah. don't know if I want to sell dresses forever. I Like in five years, I may do something totally different. And I think it, it, it takes away some of the pressure and the stress, especially mm-hmm. recent college graduates and, and those going to college often feel that I have to make a decision now for right. what I want to do for the rest of my life. And that's just so unlikely. And that's just too much pressure to give any one person. Yeah. yeah. It's pressure that high schoolers put on themselves now. I mean, my, my son's a freshman in high school, and I've heard him say several times, I don't know what I want to do yet. And yeah. I'm like, you don't have to. You don't You're have a freshman to. in high school. You'll figure it out. And God will tell you. He'll talk to you. And, mm. and I definitely, and I tell my children, I don't expect either one of you guys to take over my business or dad's business. I need you to do what you're created to do. You may not have been created to do what I did. I right. mean, you know what I'm doing. So I need you to find out. And that's going to take you spending time with God and you talking mm-hmm. to God and having and building that relationship because he'll tell you what you're supposed to do. My yeah. job as mom is to support you and help you you know, build that relationship, but he'll he'll tell you exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Awesome. You have a question? Another one? I don't know. Oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah. that was. That's I'm good stuff. Yeah, yes. um, I, w- I wish I were Let's a young go. girl again. <laughs> don't worry, <Empowered>. Rick. <laughs> Aisha Smith, Danzy. It's interesting because I'm almost 60. Oh, wow. And so... I thought you were almost 70. Oh. No, I'm just joking. Oh. Wow. Yes. I'm just teasing. Yes. I'm just teasing, Rick. I love I you. I love you. in here very well. I, I expect that from high kind. <laughs> it's my course. No, I'm just joking. So, but I was raised, and of course my daddy's 80-something, and so they were, all right, you get a job, you got to work at the, you know, whatever, at the yeah. GM plant for mm. the rest of your life and get your pension and you're yeah. a success. Yeah. But I love how... That that's all changed now. For mm-hmm. my generation, it's a little it's it's diff- a little difficult. But I love that the generations now from yours down mm-hmm. have figured that out and really, I think, enjoying life more. Don't you? Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think uh, we see you know people who've got into careers, doctors and lawyers, who hate what they do, mm-hmm. but th- it pays well. Well, right. you're almost you know you're giving up that sacrifice of enjoying and finding out what else were you really created to do just to do this one thing that you hate day after day and so yeah i think our this generation i don't even know if i'm a part of it i feel like 40 i don't know if i'm actually if i can say my generation or the generation coming after me but definitely they they have figured out that i can do multiple things and i need to find out what i'm good at and i need to pursue those things so it's just an expression of life i think they're living because of that they even talk about they, they travel more because those that got into careers and they stayed focused doing the same thing for 30 40 plus years they waited to retirement to travel mm-hmm. where this generation they travel, travel now and they travel now and yeah. it's and it's just a different way of living yeah but yeah. i think it makes you a better worker if you really enjoy what you do yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you're more pleasant yeah, yeah. would I, you tell some of those at my insurance office the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look either you like it here or you don't, <laughs> or you don't. get out aisha smith uh Dance, you can check her out on the christian view and uh, stop by uh the insurance company or the shop give us the names of all the places sure it's uh five star insurance and we're in atlanta we have a couple of locations uh fit for a queen um that's right downtown in atlanta as well and you got the christian view and find girlfriend's bible study on facebook all right Mm, love it you got to come back you just got to hey we're gonna have a great show tomorrow so join us for the friday edition of faith talk live that's a wrap have a great thursday i'm rick probst i'm dan rackley i'm megan morgan this is faith talk live see you